This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, December 23, 2008. I'm Caleb Brown. At least three competing health care reform plans will be ready and waiting for congressional action come January. According to Cato Senior Fellow Michael Tanner, the plans from President-elect Obama, Senator Kennedy, and Senator Baucus all share some terrible qualities. Well, I look at these three and it's sort of like asking me which flavor of castor oil do I want to drink? Uh, none of these bills or plans or almost plans should see the light of day. Uh, but there are a couple of things that are better than others in them. For example, uh, President-elect Obama has opposed an individual mandate, which is something that's contained in the Baucus bill and presumably will be part of the Kennedy uh, plan as well. Uh, and Senator Baucus seems to be willing to take on the tax uh, advantage for employer-provided health insurance. He's not willing to eliminate it, but he wants to cap it. That's something that Barack Obama attacked John McCain for during the campaign. What is the enduring popularity of that tying health insurance to an employer? Well, there's no logical reason why your boss should pick your health insurance. After all, your boss doesn't pick uh, your life insurance, your homeowner's insurance, your auto insurance. Uh, It's really an historical accident, uh, if you will. It came out of World War II when there was simultaneously a wage and price controls uh, and a labor shortage because all the guys were over at the front. Uh, You couldn't compete for the labor that was left by raising wages, so people started offering health insurance as a fringe benefit. And then the IRS in the early 1950s codified that as a tax-free benefit. Uh, So it basically gives you a tax advantage to get your health insurance through your employer rather than to buy it on your own. Economists pretty much from the center right uh, for a long time have argued that that's a mistake and have wanted to change it. Uh, Senator Baucus' plan does seem to pay at least some lip service to that. The Obama plan and the Baucus plan both create a... uh government-run health insurance plan that would compete with private plans. This seems to me completely disingenuous, the the idea that they're going to set up a government-run health care system that will exist in competition with private health care plans. And then they say, what could be better than giving people a freedom of choice? Uh, They could choose private insurance if they want, or they could choose the government plan if they want. But of course, the government plan will be subsidized by the taxpayers. That means we'll always be able to offer lower premiums and bigger benefits than the private plans. Uh, Eventually, people will migrate to the government plan. The private plans will be squeezed down to smaller and smaller crowds, which will raise premiums higher and higher, and they'll ultimately go out of business, leaving us with just a government-run plan. Do any of these plans have anything like a high-risk pool? Uh, All these plans... uh, would require essentially insurers to insure all comers on a guaranteed issue basis, which means uh, if you apply uh, for insurance and you're on your deathbed, the insurance company still has to sell it to you. And they all also require guaranteed uh, or community rating, which is that everyone pays the same premium regardless of whether you're in perfect health or you're, or you're sick, you're young or you're old, uh, which raises the premiums for young, healthy people in order to subsidize the premiums for uh, older and sick people. Those are explicitly part of both the Baucus and Obama plans. Uh, we don't really know what's going to be in the Kennedy plan, but presumably it will be. He has been a champion of those proposals in the past. Guaranteed issue and community rating uh, essentially destroyed health care markets or health insurance markets in a dozen or more states uh, in the 1990s. Is there any good argument for why that they're going to work 
as a federal blanket uh, program? Well, that's really the re- one of the reasons for the individual mandate in these proposals. Uh, without an individual mandate, uh, what happens if you raise the premium for young, healthy people is they get out of the insurance market. They, it becomes uh, logical for them to drop their insurance. And you see that in New York State when they implemented this in the uh, 1990s, about 500,000 people dropped insurance in the first year. Uh, so they hope to corral this by putting in an individual mandate, forcing these young, healthy people to pay absurd premiums for their insurance. In 2009, what's likely? Well, the news is not good on this front. Uh, I think there's a great deal of momentum behind these plans. There's a consensus, if you will, within these plans of, of what's going to happen. There will be an employer mandate. There will be a great deal of insurance regulation. There may be an individual mandate. There probably will be a government-run program somewhere in there, great deal more subsidies. Uh, the Democrats seem intent on pushing this through Congress. The selection of Tom Daschle as Secretary of Health and Human Services and Health Czar uh, more Russian royalty, uh, tends to indicate that this is going to be a priority of the Obama administration. And most of the people who helped kill Hillary Care back in 93 uh, are busy negotiating the best surrender deal they can find. The insurance companies, the doctors, have pretty much agreed that something bad's going to happen, and they're just trying to get themselves on the lifeboat uh, and leave the rest of us to drown. Michael Tanner is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute and co-author of the book, Healthy Competition. You can get your copy at cato.org.